What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 26 of the Cuckoo Attack podcast. I'm your host, Chad Hembrock. With me, as always, Patrick Hughes here. And we just had a Nintendo Direct this evening, and it was 40 minute whopper. Yeah, it, it was, was like, yeah, solid. Just- it was good. It was yeah. really good. Yeah. We'll have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so we'll get there. Uh, we have some stuff that we've missed in the last uh, couple months since we did our last podcast. We have um, we have a lot of games that we've played to talk about. Yeah. Chad's been on a little streak <laughs> for 2022. Of beating games, not even just playing them. So uh, yeah. it's it's been <laughs> trying to redeem myself for only playing like six games last year. So... Um, yeah, let's let's jump right into this playlist because we have a lot to get through. So, um, first yes. off, Patrick and I both revisited Banjo Kazooie on the N sixty four Nintendo Switch Online app. Yep. Came out in January, and I cannot resist revisiting <laughs> this classic. Now, me, played it. me yeah. personally, I've never beaten the game. I've tried to play it a bunch of times and just couldn't get into it. But this time was completely different. So I'll let you go ahead and, and talk. Yes. <laughs> so I mean, there's, there's not too much to say for me. Like <laughs> I adore this game, and it still holds up. I 100% completed it, and just uh, everything about this game—from the goofy voices to the music to the sound effects to just the goofiness—I just love this game so much. And how tight it is, each world having like it's ten jiggies, a hundred notes, just. It feels so structured. I just love everything about this game. It's so good. Yeah, so so this being the first time that I actually got sucked into the game, I did finish it, and I got all the jiggies, and I got all the music notes. Um, I didn't get all the honeycomb pieces just because yeah. I didn't care enough. I got most of them. I think <laughs> I missed, like, three, three or four throughout the world, but... Um, I just didn't, I didn't feel like going back to get them, but I will say the game completely grew on me. Um, the last time I played it on my N64, I died like in the water in Gruntilda's lair because <laughs> I just couldn't <laughs> swim properly. and was like, what the hell's going on? But um, no, I, I really enjoyed it. The exploration, the way, um, like you said, like finding everything was like satisfying. Um, I've always said that Mario 64 was like the best 3d platformer and I, I still stick that i love the game but there was definitely improvements made in banjo kazooie mm-hmm. that could have been a mario 64 and i think the biggest yeah. thing is not having to leave the world after you get a jiggy <clears throat> like that's yeah. just because if you had to leave and come back and then you know the way mario 64 did that because the environment changed based on the challenge you did um, like Mario 64 is more mechanically sound, and the worlds are more like little playgrounds, while Banjo-Kazooie is more like, it feels more like a world that you want to run around and explore, I don't know, yeah, rather it was... than just like a playground. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved every minute of that game, though. Like, there was only, I think I looked up like one thing in the game, um, just at the very beginning when I was playing it, because I still didn't have like the format nailed down in my head of like where should i go what should i try um but then after that i was pretty good um finding stuff i mean patrick beat the game and then watched me play it the whole way through (laughs) so um you know it was over like 
like about a week i think is what it took me about a week to be to run through it and that's... yeah for you about a week i i think it took me about maybe three or four nights so. yeah so mine was like it was i got about three three hours in a night three to four hours in a night something like that i think my final play time was like 11 hours something mm-hmm. like that but um no it was it was really really good i i really enjoyed it super glad i went back and played that um there was something else i was gonna say about it but i don't remember but that's okay i think i think <laughs> saving grace for you to get oh. persevere through was safe stage yes that's what i was gonna say <laughs> that's actually you read my mind um there you go <laughs> yeah that was that's what i was gonna say um this game being available in an emulator with save states is is by far the best way to play this game <laughs> it's mm-hmm. it's so punishing if you're trying to 100 percent. i guess if you're not trying to 100 percent, it's probably not too bad but if you're trying to get all the music notes and everything dying and then losing everything and having to start over that's that was rough um there yeah. was definitely oh i know as a kid it, it was hard <laughs> there's definitely like you know there's some of those jiggies too where like you have to walk across narrow platforms and you fall off and die like that was no i i'd, I'd literally walk like two steps and save state because i was like i'm not you know because let's be real <laughs> the n64 is not the most accurate analog stick mm-hmm. um and i actually use the nintendo switch online um nintendo 64 controller so uh it felt great the controller was really good it's the first time i've used it um felt just like an n64 uh, controller i was a little envious of your controller because i will say i missed having c buttons yeah it did not it did not feel natural with a stick <laughs> it, it, the first night i played it i played the first two levels and i used the uh the joy cons i played handheld and yeah definitely using the stick i was doing like it was like going into first person view all the time when i was trying to um go and when i was trying to run with kazooie and or trying to shoot an egg or something it was always just like it was a mess so that completely went away using the n64 joystick so our controller so um yeah if you haven't played it go play it it's it's a lot of fun um it holds <laughs> if you if you like you know if you like mario 64 as a you know 3d platformer then definitely play it because it's it's good it it's right there i'd say yes. it's right there really yes. enjoy it <laughs> one game off my chad sin list that i finally got him to play i'm so happy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was it was good. The last time you tried, I I gave up on it, but uh, I think it being on Switch just helps because you know save states for one thing, and um, just you know, granted I played it while streaming and non handheld, but I did start <laughs> it playing handheld, so it just gives you that extra motivation to pick it up and play. Yeah. So um, the other game we've been playing that we both played and finished is cyber shadow yeah so i've wanted cyber shadow since i saw it um premiere its premiere trailer and i at that time i was playing the messenger so i was like super stoked i was like oh another ninja game cool but then when it came out i heard it was really hard it was harder than the messenger and and i was really kind of turned away on that (laughs) (laughs) so um so since I beat the messenger recently or 
I, I beat the messenger back in November after mm. I beat uh, Metroid Dread. I beat the DLC for that finally. One, and of, your, one of your games of the year. Yeah, great <laughs> game. And um, I finally, Patrick played it, and after talking with him and then putting out some feelers on Facebook about, you know, Messenger vs. Cyber Shadow, I still decided to pick it up. It's on sale for 14 bucks right now in the eShop. And I loved it. It was so good. It's basically the way Patrick described it to me was 100% accurate, and that is Ninja Mega Man. Yep, Mega Man. If you're a ninja, <clears throat> that's what. Or it is. AKA is uh, being zero in Mega Man. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was. It was really, really good though. Like the story, I was meh, but the level, yeah. like. I don't know. I, I don't really. Depending on the game, like I don't really care about the story. Story <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. and that's, if it feels polished enough, and which, man, Cyber Shadow felt polished. Just like so tight controls. The music was so good. Yeah, music was, was awesome. Controls were great. really fun. Kind of enemies. I don't know. I loved how they kind of like interacted with both the environment and each other. Like how you can knock them into each other and stuff. Just all of that. Yeah. Um, There's one thing. So. Patrick also played um, the messenger recently, yeah. which he didn't put on the. I will, I will touch on a little bit. I forgot but, to write it there. Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, we have you know behind the scenes here. We got our little list here. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but while he was playing that, I was watching him just um, play it, and there was a couple times where I didn't realize that I had the Cyber Shadow music playing, and I was like, "This music's so good." And then I was like, "Oh, this is Cyber Shadows. This isn't the Messenger." <laughs> but it's yeah, the music's fantastic. And like Patrick, the controls are awesome. Um, you know, just as soon as you start getting your power ups, everything just feels pretty fluid. Um, there's a couple, there's a couple moves that are a little clunky, which is like a pogo stick move, which is something that. Yacht Club yeah. really loves DuckTales. And, um, <laughs> this wasn't made, but make it. published by, yeah. 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 So, um, oh, you know, they love it. Still. <laughs> they still love it. But it was cool. I mean, the game is definitely frustrating. Um, you know, for me, I died 385 times and <laughs> I beat the game in 11 hours. So, and I think it, Took me about eight hours with fifty deaths, so a little different discrepancy. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. You, I also got stuck on the messenger for two years, and you beat it <laughs> in like a night, in a week, about a week. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Cyber Shadow was awesome. If you like Mega Man and you know NES hard games, definitely pick it up. Um, it's fourteen yeah. bucks right now. I don't know if it'll be cheaper anytime soon, but it's definitely worth it's the 14 it's bucks. Worth. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed every bit of it. Yeah. As frustrating it's, as it's, it was. It's, it's challenging, but fair. It is. You know? It is. Because most of the times, like, there was there was a couple of times where I was like, I'm never going to beat this. And it was kind of like every <laughs> single time I'd get start getting stuck or dying repetitively. But then it was really just my fault. I wasn't, I wasn't you know, I was trying to... I was trying to like brute force my way through bosses and speed run it instead of try which, to which like sometimes it works but sometimes it worked <laughs> but then you know there's definitely times where I was like I'd forget to use some of my moves and um that made all the difference so yeah but definitely pick it up yeah yeah not not much more to say on that one yeah um, but I will I will talk maybe real quick on the message yeah go ahead talking about it yeah go yeah. ahead Chad played this last year, but it was my first time playing it. Um, well, I started it like two years ago. 
after I yeah. beat after I beat the first the original you, you, game. You played that one for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. As you've heard on this podcast, I mean, I think when we started this podcast, it was like, "What are we playing?" I'm playing the Messenger, and it <laughs> kind of went forever. So, yeah, but I, I recently picked it up on sale. Um, I just hadn't gotten into it yet, and then after playing Cyber Shadow, which I kind of just felt like playing Cyber Shadow with the Yacht Club Direct coming up, I was like, you know what? I should finally finish that game, and I did, and it was great. And I was like, I'm on a ninja kick. Let's go to the messenger now. So, because Chad speaks so highly of it. And I have to agree, it is pretty awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is very different from Cyber Shadow. The two of them, they have very, I don't know, different feels to it, even though they're both very polished in their own ways. For sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm sure you, like, you notice that more playing them back to back than for sure. Like for me, yeah. but um, watching you play it, like that game is so good that there was nights where I'd sign on to play Cyber Shadow and I would literally just sit there and watch Patrick play Messenger because <laughs> it yeah. was like, I want to watch this because I love this game. <clears throat> I feel like Cyber Shadow is more like kind of like a technical game, while Messenger is more like movement and flow like flowing through the stages wiping enemies and just jumping on moving platforms it just yeah it's, it's, it felt really good when you just were like moving non-stop you and, know and that kind of comes down to what um what you said of it being more like cyber shadow being more like a mega man game yeah and the messenger is more of a, like a ninja gaiden from nes yeah, yeah for sure so uh, the part that I love the most about the messenger was the writing is so good. <laughs> it is like so funny and charming and just I feel like the messenger is probably gonna have a longer lasting impression honestly because of that because it just made it so memorable. Just yeah. the shopkeeper is the funniest character in the world and yeah. all his stories and just snarkiness is just so good and even the, the bosses too all have like a personality yeah. and stuff like that so the bosses were a lot of fun not just the fights but uh when you beat them and they're like every boss becomes like your best friend after you beat them it's so good <laughs> yeah they're like sorry for the misunderstanding oh no really it was all my fault it's just <laughs> no 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 it's my fault. <laughs> yeah great like, game there's slapping each other's butts and i don't know it's just so <laughs> random <laughs> it's so good yeah that game's hilarious i don't, I don't want to spoil too much yeah, yeah, but yeah it's, for fun. Sure. it's fun <laughs> it's it's a good game it's a really really good game yeah so it has equally catchy music great style to it i think the style is more focused on the world than the the characters but it still looks great um, yeah and it's got me really excited for sea of stars now because yeah. the the world is actually really cool that they built. Yeah, so. that, that was the first thing when I saw Sea of Stars in the indie world that we had. Um, it was immediately um, me saying like, ooh, more story from the messenger writers. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes, <laughs> it's going to be great. Good stuff. Good so. stuff. Um, so something we, we both played as well was uh, we finally finished, I mean, you finished it in the past, but um, we've kind of been on and off playing Phoenix Wright Trials and Tribulations for... Yeah, we were kind of playing that together, working through. Yeah. I had forgotten enough that it was like a fresh experience for me. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, we ran through that and finally like we made an effort to like every night play more and more of the case until we finally beat it. So... Um, 
that was cool. We finally finished that story. Yeah. Um, this was a Trials and Tribulations, the yeah, third one. So the third yeah. one. So we've played all three in the last couple of years, um, just playing it together in Discord, and it's it's been a lot of fun. Like, it's a game that you can just kind of chill. You read, you you know, try to problem mm -hmm. solve. Like that's that's I the shock that the soap opera twist. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there was there was like one one or two things where we were like on the right track, but presenting the wrong evidence that we had to like look up because it wasn't progressing. But um, that's always an issue with those games. Just yeah. like one time that you get stuck, and then we yeah. do it, and we're like, that's what we were trying to do, but it was the like the wrong statement or the wrong piece of evidence <laughs> that was like still tied to the same evidence that you were trying to present. And it's just like. <laughs> There's the little things, but but yeah, like, those games are great. I love them. I'm I'm really glad that that um you know that was another game that Patrick was like, you got to play the Phoenix Wright games, and I was like, okay, fine, and started playing them and, and loved all three of them. They're fantastic, you know. <laughs> you lucky dog. You still have three more that you could enjoy at some point. I do at some point, right? <laughs> those might be a little. I don't know. I'll get to them eventually. Eventually, you can take a break and try. Trying, trying to get into some more. Uh, <laughs> adventure platforming but the next one has phoenix right as a hobo dad <laughs> <laughs> that's what i heard so uh and then outside of that i i told patrick he's always been wanting me to get me to play this game and one of our or sadish <laughs> who's not here tonight um he patrick got sadish to play it and sadish was not impressed with Doki Doki Literature Club and I told Patrick that I would play it so he watched me play that so this is like the third time Patrick's watched somebody play this and um, I enjoyed but I it played myself. Yeah. I enjoyed it it was it was it was I'm not it's gonna cool, like spoil right? the game but it was it was a cool take and like I I didn't really expect what happens at the you know towards the end of the game I think it accomplished very well what it wanted to do in the game. It's it's very slow. That was my one thing. And I was like not yeah. invested at all. And I kind of predicted what happens at the beginning as we were playing it. It's kind of obvious, <laughs> like at least to me, I was like, okay, this is... Well, especially with the uh, warning that they plaster right at the beginning. Yeah, when they're <laughs> plastering stuff, and you know, you'll see this if you fire it up, but like, you know, you know disturbed like you know not, not, not for children or easily disturbed or something easily yeah. disturbed and stuff like that it's like okay something's gonna happen and then as you're playing <laughs> it you know it touches on depression so you know you kind of get what happens from that and it tells you that it's like if you're i think it mentioned that it's like depression and yeah like anxiety you shouldn't play the game or something like that but mm -hmm. um but it's it's you know if you can get over that type of stuff yeah, it, it was fun it was definitely fun and then of course yeah. like yeah i'm not gonna even go into anything else i yeah. guess just it was it was fun i, I, I enjoyed it they did they had some interesting mechanics in the game that i thought was really neat that the developer did and um yeah I, I'm, I'm i'm glad i played that so so as of right now i've got four games under my belt here <laughs> in uh 2022 so far i thought i had five but i got at least four let me check yeah, my list yeah. here while you talk <laughs> and we've talked about five games here have we? oh no only four games yeah oh anyways uh, uh, just four i got four uh so other games i've been playing uh i've been kind of knocking out a few indie games as well that have been on my bucket list uh, or backlog um 
So, one, I finished this game called Roki. Uh, it's kind of a point-and-click adventure game um, in the kind of, like, Nordic mythology and, like, winter, which is why I've been playing it, because I'm looking for, like, winter games right now. So. <laughs> but that was a really cool game. I thought it was really well done. Like, the mythology parts of it were really cool. Um, and some of the puzzles were really interesting how they played it off. Like, it starts off a little frustrating because the world opens up suddenly so huge, and you're like, I have no idea where the heck I'm supposed to go, what to do. But then eventually you start connecting enough with the dots, and you're like, oh, I need to take that there to go over there to go over there, and it feels really satisfying once you like start unraveling this big knot. <laughs> and there was a section in the other half of the game that was really cool, where you're like kind of traveling with two characters in parallel worlds. I thought that was a really cool concept. Like, but each side of the world affected the other in a different way. So, I don't know, it was almost like Zelda-ish at that point. Yeah. But, I think I saw you playing that a couple times when yeah. I don't know what I was playing. Probably Banjo. Like, on one person's side of the world, the castle is, like, all frozen over, and the other side, it was kind of like spring. Mm -hmm. So, like, some doors would be unthawed for that person, but the other person, they couldn't open it. And you had to kind of, like, work together to, like, navigate this parallel space. Gotcha. It was really cool. Yeah, it yeah. Sounds, sounds, sounds really cool. So, it was a cool game. I, I would recommend checking it out if you like point-and-click adventure games and uh, cool art aesthetic. So, um, the other game I played, which I already forgot how to pronounce this, I'm gonna mess it up, it's like Jotun, uh, it's another Nordic game where you're fighting, like, these large gods and stuff, um, I wasn't as impressed with this one, mainly because it felt a little sluggish, like, I wanted the character to move faster so badly, and it just wasn't very... It didn't feel good. Yeah. Um, Pacing was yeah. bad. Or just like... Yeah. Bosses were pretty cool. Uh, I wish they had a little more dynamic or interesting moves. Because they kind of got repetitive after a while. But they were pretty cool. I think the coolest part about the game was just the art aesthetic. It was like all kind of like hand-drawn kind of 2D animation style. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know. The game was kind of lacking in many areas otherwise so gotcha but knock that off my list so that's done um nice and then i've been playing as you know so much more animal crossing still um <laughs> the only reason i'm bringing it back up now is like i guess you could say i beat happy home paradise because i rolled the credits so oh, there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Expansion yeah, that game pass money well spent. <laughs> oh, it was such a fun little experience. It was like a whole little game, Animal Crossing expansion. Um, and for anyone who doesn't want to be spoiled at the ending of it, uh, I guess fast forward like 20 seconds. But <laughs> the ending is so adorable. You're like working with the Happy Home Paradise, and then you're like get this big concert together and KK floats in on a raft and like a DJ table and like all the animals that he's been building houses for are like dancing on the beach together and 
it does like a photo slide of all the houses you build because they you take pictures every time you build someone's house and it was like so memorable to like look at oh yeah i remember that house and it, it was so <laughs> it was cool it was really cool it was a really fun way to i think do encompass that experience cool um but yeah i'm still playing mainly just to finish my museum because i only need like eight more art pieces which i'm getting very close to that and then <laughs> uh i think after that i'll probably be done with animal crossing again until i did next. end up redesigning every character's house on my island into like wind waker themes so uh oh yeah i might that. record another video for our channel just so you can see how the island looks even more wind waker now <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't even remember what you were showing me, but it looked yeah, it definitely looks looks awesome. It looks like it's straight yeah. out of Wind Waker. So yeah. cool, man. Uh, and I think that's it. Yeah, because we talked about the messenger. So. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So um, I guess next we oh, can right. give our fantasy critic update. Oh yeah, we gotta have an update here. Stuff's been going down stuff has been going down so um i guess we'll go we'll go to the pickups first uh there were some new pickups since the last time um, i'm surprised we picked up so many games in just the first <laughs> month of the year we are all kind of putting ourselves on edge here i feel like we know a lot about what's coming out this year especially so. after tonight's direct i mean i feel like we played it a lot more cautious last year and yeah. this year we're like we're charging full force yeah this year like well like i said with the direct i mean we pretty much know everything that nintendo is pushing out from now For to first july half of the july yeah so true it's pretty you know i'm still i'm still holding some hope for some nintendo games like there's a chance that there still could be a fire emblem or something. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. I I, I told you it's gonna be a warriors thing to We'll go we'll get you know, there. We'll but, get there. <laughs> but, but what we have picked up. Yeah. So I picked up Sea of Stars instantly as soon as as soon as our draft. I didn't want to waste it on the draft because um, yeah. I just didn't want to get stuck in a situation where I missed out. After on playing a messenger, I regret not picking that up. Yeah, yeah. I grabbed Sea of Stars like. As literally the draft ended we were just chatting and i picked it up in the background <laughs> my only hesitation with that is it's like slated for the very end of the year so yeah it's a little bit on the edge yeah yeah i mean there's definitely that chance that it'll that'll bite me but um i think if it comes out i think it's gonna if it comes out it's gonna be good i think it's gonna do well um i also went back to my potential indie home run because of how good golf story was sports story hoping for a release this year um, I was really oh, hoping we'd get some news today, but I don't think Nintendo would show that during a normal direct. So I, I think that's still an indie direct. That, that's definitely an indie direct. It's definitely an indie direct because that's where they showed it the last time as well when when they did show something mm -hmm. on it. So um, and I, I don't know. know if they updated their website or if I just haven't checked in a long time. But that game looks amazing. Sports they, story. The it last so the last thing they updated was. It said it was supposed to come out in Q2 2020. <laughs> mm -hmm. So um, that's what it says on the website. But there was yeah. something, I think they tweeted something out not too long ago, like a Q&A saying that they're working on it and it's coming along well, yeah. I think. I'm just saying, like if, you, if you want to reignite your hype and you haven't gone to the website, go there. You'll get hyped again. It's a pretty awesome little website. Yeah. With like, yeah, it's Remind got a yourself words. how 
how great this game is going to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I picked that up again. Um, had that last year and unfortunately didn't come out. Um, <laughs> and then Patrick and I were chatting and there was a lot of talk of Mario Kart 9 rumors. A lot of rumors. A lot of rumors. Around. Like it was coming from everywhere. It was all over the place that there was something with Mario Kart going on. So Patrick was hesitant to get the Mario Kart unannounced game. And I went ahead and grabbed it because I was like, I'm going to jump on this right now. You took and a chance, see. got it cheap. Took a chance. <laughs> I got it for like, I think I got it for like three bucks because I was like, yeah. Patrick would probably do two bucks because our minimum is a dollar. So you have to do at least a dollar. <laughs> and I was like, he'd probably do two bucks thinking I'd only do one. So I was like, let me just do three. And it's not that Nine much. Games, now I'm not doing like I did last year where I did $35 on Mario Golf. <laughs> that, <laughs> you learned a lesson there. I did. I learned I learned a lesson. So uh, uh, so Mario Go uh, Mario Kart, as you will hear later, um, is not coming out. Mario Kart news. We got some Mario but... Kart news, but it's not a new game, and that game's not coming not out quite. this year. So, so it, uh, it has been dropped already for the price of its hype, which was eight dollars. As of as of like an hour before this recording. <laughs> yeah. So Mario Kart is off my list now, but it was worth it. I think. I think it was worth the eleven dollar investment. It was worth the potential the payoff. So. Yeah. Because um, that would have scored huge. Yeah, yeah, so I'm good with that. And then so, I'll let yeah. you take over for your for your picks. So yeah, we got two picks with edgy uh, picks. Uh, now, two picks for Verder Games. I went ahead and picked up Salt and Sacrifice. It's the sequel to uh, Salt and Sanctuary, which is kind of like a 2D Dark Souls game. So, you know, Dark Souls game, very popular. People love them. It seemed to score pretty well. This is a sequel that they've been working on for many, many years. It's going to have, like, multiplayer. Seemed like a good bet. Picked it up. And what's and your rule? What's your rule this year? Only 85 or higher. Yeah. That is what I'm only aiming for. <laughs> so we'll see if that hits. I think it will. It's slated for early 2022, so that's why I kind of wanted that as my first pickup, because who knows when that will drop. But it should be dropping early. So, And then... I've been hearing a really good buzz about Ali Ali World. And so I did some research, you know. I think the first game scored around the 70s, which was okay, but people were really happy about it. And then the second one scored around like an 83. And then this one, people were, you know, it seems to be learning, it seems to be doing better. People are really hype on it. I'm looking at the trailers. It seems really cool art style, really cool progression. I'm like, you know what? I've got a good gut feeling here. It's going to be 85 or higher. I'm picking it up. And sure enough, oh. it's already scored, which we'll talk about shortly, but it's an 85 or higher. It paid off. It was a good, good pickup. I almost picked it up, um, but I was kind of hesitant on the indie sequel or something like that. I know I said that about Sports Story. I'm like hooked on that. But um, <laughs> Axiom Verge kind of bit me last year. That's true. With uh, picking, like, as, as highly regarded as Axiom Verge was, Axiom Verge 2 did not score as well as I thought it was going to. So I kind of, kind of Ali Ali World kind of, you know, lowered You're my hesitant. expectations on that. I was hesitant and I, I should have picked it up based on <laughs> what it scored. So, um, uh, yeah. You want to go over lastly, seditious real quick? Yeah. Lastly, for objectionable content, our friend Seditious is not here. He's been sneaking some games when we're not looking. <laughs> he, uh, he picked up Tunic, 
Surprisingly for $2, I guess he thought I would pick, compete for him. I did not pick him for one to, as frugal as he is, to spend an extra dollar, but he did. Um, <laughs> but Tunix, that's kind of that top-down Zelda-looking game with the fox. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Remember that. So I'm sure that will probably do pretty well. Yeah. Oh. And then he uh, just recently picked up King of Fighters 15. 15, man. Game, the game that has uh, characters that, you know, aren't for good boys and girls. So, <laughs> as Sakura, I would say. <laughs> SNK games. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, so so we got some scores in since the last uh, time as well. Um, my gamble paid off. I picked up Pokemon Legends Arceus, and it scored an 85. Everybody loves it. Everyone's saying it's one of the best Pokemon games that's come out in you know the last that decade or so. Getting tempted to pick it up on pure pressure. I am just because, like, I've I've heard things about it where like people that are like, I'm so bored with Pokemon and like I've never finished a Pokemon, but this game's like, you know, keeping me and you know, involved and I want to beat it now. So I'm kind of like, all right, should I should I maybe pick this up? Because the only one I've ever finished was Let's Go, and <laughs> I feel like this is like the next evolution of Let's Go because you have like the Pokemon roaming in the wild, but then you can just catch them without getting into like a battle. And when you do get in the battle, it's just like on the world. It's not like a cutscene that goes into like a battle screen. Mm. So, um, I don't know. I'm kind of tempted. Um, I don't know yet, but definitely kind of tempted. Um, yeah. so that was the only game I scored on so far. Good for 15 points. Um, Yep, and which also brought Sadish down 15 points because that was his counter pick. It did. It was his counter pick, so he was he started off minus 15. Makes me very happy. <laughs> then he scored 77 points with Dying Light 2, which was my counter pick. So or yeah, 77 score seven points. Yeah. yeah. So I lost seven points on that, um, which is fine. Last year I lost 15 points, 16 points on my first one, so so it wasn't a good start, but. Um, but I'll take that. I'll take that for sure. Um, yeah. Then, as, as you heard with our Ali Ali World, scored an 86, best score so far in our league. Yeah. So 16 points right there. Thank you very much. Yeah. So the his sleeper pick that he grabbed, that That's I should have grabbed, he grabbed it yeah. right before it came out, has put him in the About lead. A week for the before. Moment. Yeah. To put put Patrick in the lead at the moment. Which is a good thing, too, because the reviews started coming out early. It probably would have locked me out of it if I hadn't. Yeah, that's true. That's how you have confidence in the game when we <laughs> yeah. don't do day-in-day -day reviews. Yeah, when you have to, you know, uh, what is it What is it called? Um, Embargo. Embargo, that's it. Yeah, that word completely <laughs> escaped my mind just now. <laughs> I was like, I know it starts with an E, but I can't remember what it's called. Um, anyway... Um, yeah, and then it looks like Saifu's starting to get review scores now, too, for Sadish. Yes. Um, it's sitting around a 79. 79. Okay, so so he's so. probably out of the negative, just about. I believe he is here. I'll, I'll pull it up real quick, but I think he's now at two like points. One or two points, and I think I have, what, eight? Something like that. So our standings as of right now. Chad, you have eight points. Sadish has one point. <laughs> okay. And I'm sitting at 16 in the lead right now. Okay. 
Not bad. So, so uh, Patrick has nothing else coming out until like August, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have one game coming out. It's still like a month or two away. Um, but Dish has so many games coming out. Yeah, so Dish has all of February, basically. He has uh, Total Warhammer 3, uh, mm -hmm. Horizon Forbidden West, and Elden Ring, which has the potential to boost him up pretty pretty high uh, right off the bat. So. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't have any games coming I have a counter pick in March that's I'm hoping will get me points. But... Oh, yeah, and that would be my Ghostwire Tokyo that I have. Um, I have a feeling I'm gonna lose picks of that points of that one. I'm hoping to gain points for Final uh, Fantasy for... Origin. <laughs> yeah. So the, and then I also have. So yeah, it's gonna be me and Sadish kind of fighting at first. I think for the next here. for the first couple months. Next here. couple months because I've got I've got um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Gran Turismo mm -hmm. 7, and I think I had something else. Uh, you have Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy comes out. Like, well. yeah, yeah, that comes out. Yeah, I think that'll do well, too. So, um, I guess we'll see you know how what the, I just uh, realized? I mean, they're releasing that so demo. So, probably has a hidden strategy here. All his games, except for one, come out the first half of this year. So if we get to our E3 betting special, he's the only leaving us with one choice to steal. That well, jerk. That's a good. That's a good point. That jerk. That jerk. He's not giving us anything to steal. Yeah. <laughs> the only game we could steal from him is Stalker to Heart of the Chernobyl, which I know nothing about. I probably won't want to touch it. Yeah. <laughs> but if that's my only choice, ugh. Mm. <laughs> jerk yeah it's all good we might have to change that rule for next season <laughs> that you can't pick a certain amount of games before the half of the year before E3 <laughs> either <laughs> that or we're going to have to change what the reward is for E3 betting special yeah uh, we can figure that out I mean we're not we're not at E3 yet modern <laughs> times come for modern solutions <laughs> modern problems come from we, will, we will vote for some, some kind of overrule there <laughs> <laughs> we'll see it's all good but uh that i think that wraps up our fantasy critic update so That's with that fun. we'll take a quick little break and then we'll get into the most recent news and directs yes stick around news because there <laughs> was <laughs> definitely <laughs> definitely big news probably big even in the scope outside of video games just in like world tech because we are talking about acquisitions after acquisitions after acquisitions it's bye 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, starting it's... with the biggest one. Yeah, this is pretty massive. Um, Microsoft kind of comes out of nowhere on like a Monday morning or something like. Was it like a Monday? Yeah. And Monday, uh, Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, uh, they they decided to buy Activision Blizzard for sixty eight point seven billion dollars. Billion. <laughs> B. I, dude, I, I can't even like fathom that amount of money. It's absurd. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money. So, um, granted, it does include a lot of stuff. It does. It's a lot of games that are highly, you know, sought after yeah. and played. And Overwatch, Diablo, Call of Duty, Warcraft. Uh, it's really weird Candy to see Crush. Crash. <laughs> Candy Crush. Candy Crush. That's huge. That's like that is a big. That's a big million dollar game there. Yeah. Like, uh, it's weird to see Crash Bandicoot like who once was an exclusive Sony mascot now like in the hands of Microsoft he was the <laughs> Sony mascot yeah <laughs> that's what like you know Crash Bandicoot used to sit outside of Nintendo's office and yell at them on microphones <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's hilarious and Spyro uh, too Spyro was you know the other PlayStation mascot yeah so yeah, they a, gain a lot of IP from this. Yeah, it's a huge And Activision deal. Blizzard is a big compilation of studios. It's nine different studios, just them. Yeah, it's, so. it's pretty crazy. So this is basically a huge deal for Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Vision that has been showing, you know, lately of play a game anywhere like mm -hmm. you know yeah you're gonna play it through xbox but you're gonna be able to play it on your pc on your xbox and i'm sure eventually at least they're gonna try to get it put on other consoles too because yeah. what's what's the point of making hardware this like once they get it once mm -hmm. they get it big enough what's the point xbox is a platform they they are building <laughs> an ecosystem here yeah. so yeah and you know it's it's essentially they've created the the Netflix of games, quote unquote, like that seems to be working and what people want. I mean, they give you the the option of downloading your game with Xbox Game Pass, and then you have Game Pass Cloud, which lets you stream the game. So at least you have the option there for <laughs> you know for doing that. Um, you know, yeah, I, a lot I know. of a lot of other companies are trying, and as you can see, with mixed results. Uh, like Google Stadia is, uh, I think they're, they're shutting down. Yeah. So, and that was something that I was like, you know, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Like, a, you know, a couple, you know, years ago when it came out, it was like, oh, that sounds cool. I mean, I think this will be the future. And, and I think it will eventually. Um, eventually. But it's not, it's nothing that like I really want because I love my physical games. But um, I don't know. I mean, technology is always going to get better. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. the further we get into the future and, you know, it won't bandwidth will be available or there'll be new technologies where you won't need the massive bandwidth to, you know, do this. But um, I don't know right now that their their whole system didn't work. But Xbox is, is doing something right because the people seem to be enjoying it and eating it up. And if I had more time, I would be down for xbox game pass as well because it's, it's affordable <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of games it's so cheap yeah. like 15 bucks a month for like you know hundreds of games and yeah 
Yeah, it's it's. If I had the time, I would be all over Xbox Game Pass. I mean, I, I I had it for like a month or two, and and I installed a bunch of games, fired them up, and was like, this is cool. But then like I never played them, so it was, <laughs> it was pointless to keep it. But you, you know what <clears throat> I'm waiting for? They gotta have a Banjo three, and then I'm gonna sign up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's the thing. You can do a monthly sign up if you want to. That's a beautiful part to yeah. me. Yeah, it's great. Like you know, it's not contracted or anything. That's why it's essentially it's the Netflix of games. That's actually working. Yep. So, um, <laughs> you know, good on them. Um, yeah, it's it's massive, and then this is also right after the whole Activision Blizzard corporate culture thing, where like they're just yes, it seems that to be another a, big part of it. It seems to just be like an awful environment <laughs> based on everything that came out so um you, you could you could almost argue this is what spurred it in a way because yeah. they're just like we need to sell like nobody wants to be associated with it anymore that's there yeah but, and microsoft was like time for us to strike <laughs> yeah so so you know and i'm you know I think there's stuff of the people that were involved in that scandal yeah. being like still being there, but then there's probably yeah. they're probably going to be. If anything, though, it can only be good, though. You know, yeah, like I would imagine. Bar couldn't have gone any lower. This will spur <laughs> some kind of change here. Yeah. So it seems like it. So for the better. Um, yeah. So then, uh, like a week later, was it a week or two later? Sony comes out and is like, "Yeah, we bought Bungie." For $3.6 billion. Shots are being fired on both sides here. <laughs> so uh, the interesting thing for Bungie is, uh, you know, their biggest game right now is Destiny. Um, and the fact that they were the original creators of Halo. <laughs> which is yeah. really, you know, back to that whole thing of Crash being Microsoft and now uh, Halo being Sony is really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing with... Um, with Bungie is uh, Destiny and Sony, I, I feel like it makes sense because as when I used to play Destiny, every time like a new season or something came out, there was always an exclusive that was like for Sony they players. Were. Or like the console they, was They were Sony. slowly trying to pull them in, like, you're belong to us. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> seems like for sure. And like, and that was like the one thing that like, they they wouldn't do crossplay. Like, Sony's always like, oh, no crossplay with, with you know ps5 or ps4 or whatever they're a little weird with that yeah but um but yeah no it's uh it's it's definitely interesting i think it makes sense for them although they did recently open up with discord so yeah that's true that is true but that's probably just chat they're like yeah "Eh, they can do a chat and we don't have to manage it that reminds (laughs) me the other part about this story i think for for really both sony and microsoft i think some of these acquisitions are beyond just the IP and the studios, but also for their both those studios' expertise and in infrastructure and online multiplayer. Yeah, I think I think that is a big reason why both of them wanted to get the expertise of these companies to help build their kind of. Yeah, yeah, it don't make sense, but like, and also like, I don't. I mean, Sony maybe Sony would make Destiny like playstation exclusive but i don't know if that's the case really because like because i don't think microsoft is going to make anything exclusive because mike you know how much money you throw away like if if like call of duty is being played across all platforms by millions of people if you Mm -hmm. make that 
console like xbox and pc exclusive you're like you're gonna lose out on millions of players playing on playstation 5 and just fan base so yeah i, I, I doubt they'll lock it off entirely but yeah. i think they will definitely have they might have like time exclusives kind of or, yeah like or, a like a like a early pre-order or like you know yeah. an exclusive gun or something like that they'd obviously love you to do it more so on their side but they're not gonna For throw sure. away money yeah, yeah i don't think so because it doesn't make sense this day and age until we get to that point where everything is available wherever and these things are just like platforms then whatever mm-hmm. um, there was also the big rumor of sony having a um a streaming service of its own coming out soon like different than ps now more like a game pass right um so i mean, we'll see what happens with all that there there hasn't been yeah i don't think anything materialized yet. of that rumor yeah, but... not yet but um you know we'll see i mean it makes sense because you know you're gonna compete mm. that's kind of the space you're competing for now if you want to get people on your platform so. definitely have a tough competitor to to deal with so yeah so then uh-huh. the, other, the other acquisition is a game yeah. is another game that Patrick and I have been both playing, and I'm sure everybody in the world else has also been playing is Wordle. <laughs> um, it's a fun game. You What's get my streak right now, thirty four for thirty four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get. I'm playing a uh, permadeath Wordle here. As soon as I die, I'm done. <laughs> so I, I've actually been playing like, like uh bootleg wordle games too where you get to like play all day just because like i don't like playing once like i want to play other (laughs) words i I enjoy the game uh six guesses to guess a five letter word it's fun and then some of the other ones i've had like you can actually increase the amount of letters in the word and how many chances though so it's fun it's a fun little game um the new york times bought it for a million (laughs) dollars Yeah, I, I think that's what surprised me the most is you just mentioned there's like so many knockoffs or easier ways like people can duplicate this game. Like yeah. what? What? I guess besides name recognition, to buy it for a million dollars is kind of yeah. crazy. Was it confirmed it was a million dollars? Did you see uh, that? I'm pretty sure. Okay, because I think the last yeah. time I read about it, it was. Um... I think I think it was something over a million. Okay, I think yeah. it was unconfirmed last time I saw that. Uh, last time I saw, it said it didn't disclose the money, but I mean it makes sense. I mean it's, it's the fact that like I go on Facebook right now and it's literally just green and yellow blocks. It was confirmed for a fee of more than a million dollars. There you go. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty sick. Um, but like you said, I mean, there was a lot of people. Like the Apple pulled a bunch of apps that people were making, and that was like the same thing. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, the ones I'm playing is like it's just website. Like the one I'm playing is called Hello Wordle, but it's W O R D L. Yeah. It's Hello Wordle, and um, <laughs> it's fun. Like I said, I mean, it's 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 a little different. The difference is that like your enter key is on the opposite side of the keyboard. So when you switch between the two, I'm always like deleting letters <laughs> or hitting enter. And it's like too short. And I'm like, ah, but it's cool. But yeah, another, another acquisition. Um, I guess mm-hmm. the last thing I would say about this 
topic is that Nintendo said they're not looking at buying any acqu <laughs> acquiring. But they did anybody. comment. Yes, <laughs> they commented and said they do not have any plans to acquire anyone. Um, a lot of people were like, they should buy Capcom, they should buy Konami, they should buy, oh, no. you know. But well, I mean, Nintendo's doing their thing. They're not going to get yeah. involved in this. So the only like company I could see them buying is maybe Sega. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, same. Same thing. I, I feel like they are very friendly, and like the majority of Sega's library fits on Nintendo console. Yeah. Well, Sega. Just... I would. I wouldn't want Capcom or Square to be bought by Nintendo just because I like the variety of games they produce for different Across systems. Across platforms, yeah. 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 Um, what you're saying with Sega? Sega's an interesting one because um, you know I don't know what their financials are, but they uh, they did just close down their arcade in japan okay. their arcade division so um yeah, yeah who knows if nintendo could help sega that'd be cool <laughs> it would be very interesting because it would come back to that whole thing full circle mm -hmm. like now your rival is owned by you <laughs> <laughs> after all of that like could you imagine like i don't know just a history lesson for people that are you know, 30 years from now and when you're a kid and you're researching this stuff and you learn that like the console wars of the 90s are now the same company it's yeah, yeah. it's it's really uh, interesting i mean it's already it was already interesting enough when sonic got put on a nintendo console and then like on the <laughs> wii when he showed up in virtual console and then you've got yeah man and then when when, had, when, um, when sonic joined the smash, joined brothers, smash brothers for the first time we were like what yeah <laughs> so um yeah i guess that's that's it so we can move yeah. on to the first well i guess we don't have it on here i didn't watch it uh, we had that gran turismo direct i didn't watch that oh yeah the Sony I, I, one. I skipped that yeah. too so anyway I, 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 I did watch the other one the ghostwire tokyo ghostwire tokyo yeah okay i guess um, i could briefly mention i don't know um if you want to i think the 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 enemy design and it looks really cool it looks really really interesting um i'm still not sold on the gameplay it kind of reminds me in a weird way of like a supernatural martial arts bioshock i don't know <laughs> i never played <laughs> the bioshock it, games i never played it either but i know enough about them you mm -hmm. know like how you get like weird superpowers and you're like in a weird supernatural world mm -hmm. um it's kind of similar when i've seen ghostwire tokyo so i'm not sure it's vibes are kind of interesting but i'm not sold on it but yeah i'll definitely keep an eye on it mainly because i counterpicked it on our fantasy league so that's yeah. why i wanted to watch it <laughs> <laughs> sure yeah and and great Christmas seven i i wanted to watch it i didn't um but you know it comes out in march and um those card games always look beautiful you'll know you'll know soon enough yeah, yeah. the game like it looks great i've i've always i've always been interested in gran turismo i played the first one a lot like a ton um mm -hmm. and then the third one on ps2 i played like all the time when i got my ps2 <laughs> um haven't really played one since then um yeah. but i will probably pick this up pick this one up just because right. i'm always a sucker for a car game on a new gen console I picked you, up... need, you need something to show the shininess of your console. Yeah, I got I got Forza Motorsport for um, 
for the Xbox One at launch when that came out, and and it was beautiful, and I played it for about a week, and then I never touched it again. Um, <laughs> but Gran Turismo is, uh, I don't know, it's just one of those games that I always want to play more, but I always end up getting to a point where I'm just, I suck at it because it's so simmy, and then I just can't <laughs> progress, and then I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> that was that. <laughs> so, I don't know, we'll see. I'll, I'll, I, I, 50-50, I'll pick it up. Gotcha. 50-50. So, um, but yeah, so the, the first Direct, I guess, that we actually watched, didn't get to watch live, but um, we watched the Yacht Club Games Presents, which yes. um, right off the bat, this is what sparked me to get Cyber Shadow because it's, this is why <laughs> it's on sale for $14 right now. Yep. It just reminded you of like, oh, yeah, that game looks really good. Yeah, so. and, <laughs> and I think you were playing it at the time. I was at, like two days before the Yacht Club direct was to happen, and when was it like announced? I was like, you know what? This reminds me, I never finished that game. I'm gonna beat it. So I started playing. So, <laughs> um, but honestly, Yacht Club direct didn't give us too much news other than one game. It kind of reviewed games we already knew about, like uh, talked about Shovel Knight Pocket Dungeon, gave uh, the updates and DLC plans. It showed a little bit more of Shovel Knight Dig, um, which is still looking pretty good. I, I don't think Chad's still because it's uh, procedural, so he's like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not big on procedural games. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I've ever yeah. played, like, I don't know. I have to think about that. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't quite look as good as the original Shovel Knight, but it looks interesting still. Um, and then it showed, of course, a little bit of Cyber Shadow just celebrating that it's been out for a year. But the big game, the new stuff that they showed, yeah, was called Mina the Hollower. It looks awesome. Which I think is probably the only negative part of the game is its name. It's very hard to remember, but hopefully it will stick. Because, um, yeah, it does look awesome. Yeah, it looks awesome. It's, it's essentially like Link's Awakening from the look of it. Times Castlevania. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really, really interesting. I mean, it looks straight up like a Game Boy game, um, as far as like the the big tiles and stuff like that. And they actually have like a Game Boy mode you can put on, and and uh, it's it's a Kickstarter game. Uh, yeah, they are kickstarting it again, which I think is cool. Yeah, I saw a lot of people were getting upset about that for some reason. <laughs> I'm I'm tempted, like I, I I'm tempted to to chip in on it, but I think my issue with it is that i really want a physical copy but i really don't want to drop like a hundred bucks just to get a physical <laughs> copy when the digital copy is like 20 or 30 yeah. it's like uh it's like... i think there's a safe bet that there will be a cheaper physical copy down the road probably like by a um limited run or something i'm sure yeah maybe we'll see but um definitely interested in that game though that game looks it looks really fun off of the short the short trailer that was that was shown which i'm sure you'll be able to see right here if you look up our <laughs> youtube version i will be adding the trailer footage yeah yes <laughs> but yeah no, it just it looks super polished the music sounds so good it, it, it looks like it could be the next shovel night just in terms of like the polish and quality yeah. it looks like a lot of fun um so definitely check it out check out their kickstarter if you want to be a part of the 
development journey and they're gonna get fans involved which is kind of cool yeah um yeah it's cool so uh so now we're getting to the meat and potatoes of <laughs> episode 26 which just happened what Best five and a half hours ago ever question mark <laughs> every direct is was... best direct ever but this is pretty good I don't know, man. this is pretty loaded and that's even like without like a zelda or mario it, it is like <laughs> and that's the thing like there was now when i look at it when i look at our list here now that's all typed out and we just watched it again there's a lot of stuff that is i think is cool i don't know if i'll necessarily get it all but there was a couple things that they i think there's at least a few things you're gonna pick up on here that are and even that are still big enough to be excited for so yeah yeah i don't know um so let's let's get right into it yes it opened with a new fire emblem game but it's not fire emblem exactly it's fire emblem warriors dlc <laughs> so <laughs> Got a little excited there. Still cool though. It's a DLC based off three houses. Um, but yeah, I've never quite got into the Warrior games, so I don't know. Yeah. And the voices sounded different to me. I was a little like, I'm sure they're using different actors or something since it's a different studio making this game. But yeah, for me, Fire Emblem Warriors always seems like a better game than Fire Emblem just because you <laughs> actually use a sword fighting character with a sword mm -hmm. instead of just strategically playing because that's just me i don't like strategic games um i think it does fit well at least for this one because fire emblem three houses whole stick was commanding large armies rather than like individual characters so it does fit well in that regard yeah so um going into strategy games the next thing they covered was the delayed oh, Go ahead. That comes out June 24th. June 24th. Sorry. No, you're good. Yes. The delayed Advance Wars reboot camp um, yes. got a release date of April 8th, which I think it already had before, but I, I thought it was March, but maybe I was completely I'm not wrong. sure if it was like spring or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe it was spring, but I, I thought it was coming out March. I was just kind of assuming that. But um, yeah. But yeah uh, I, I've mm -hmm. never played the games. Um, I know a you lot never of played people. Them. They're a lot of fun. I know a lot yeah. of people that are really excited for this, so you know I'm cool with that. I've I'm not gonna sit here and bash on a game that I've like never mm -hmm. played, and I know a lot of people are happy for. <laughs> so I um, hope I hope it gets like a demo or something, so you can at least try it and get a feel for it. Yeah, yeah. I guess like I was telling you, I, I used to play a lot of strategy games as a kid, like North and South on the NES, yeah. and you know stuff like that. But... I think I think you'll really like the soundtrack at least, and maybe that would sell you. <laughs> maybe I think I think I'll. I'm more interested in like Metal Slug tactics, just because I love Metal Slug so much. Yeah, but I do think that looks better. It but, looks awesome, yeah. but yeah, but that was not shown today, um, no. for what it's worth. Um, Badly. The next game though they showed was a complete surprise to me because I just yeah. never pictured it on a Switch, and that was No Man's Sky coming out this summer. Um, yeah, and it this looks is impressive, yeah, surprisingly. it looks great from the trailer they showed. Like it's just, and when I say great, I mean like for what the game is and how it looks mm -hmm. in the trailer they showed. It was it looked very clean. It didn't look like like super low res or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it it didn't seem like compromised really in any yeah. way. No, it definitely looked interesting and you know the first thing I told Patrick when we were watching this was 
was, um, hey, they're actually getting the full game at launch on Switch, <laughs> which yes. is something it, that didn't happen. probably getting the best version of this game. Yeah, so, um, yeah. you know. This... And another thing, which is kind of a common theme for a lot of the other announcements, cross-platform. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, really, yeah. really cool. Um, that, uh, yeah, that's really it. It looks cool. I think, uh, think this is going to get a lot of people jumping into that as long as there's no like crazy performance issues that they just didn't show and you know, you just couldn't tell in the Maybe. thing. But they, they, they were a master of fake trailers back when it first started, <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it looks, it looks cool. It looks like it's, you know, it does <laughs> graphically, it looks, it looks pretty solid for a portable thing. Um, another game that came kind of out of nowhere. Um, there was, there was the rumors yeah. of this that next level games is working on a Mario strikers game. Um, we got Mario strikers battle league coming out June yes. 10th. Um, yeah. st still unconfirmed if it's next level games or not. Um, yes, I, I was trying to research to see if anyone could confirm it or not. I did not see any confirmation. Yeah, that, uh, that was the it rumor. Could, it could but... just be Nintendo, but it, it, it would make sense if it was next level games. I'm hoping it's next level games because <laughs> um, I feel like they would probably do it more justice to Nintendo. Nintendo's kind of been a little bit subpar under sports games recently, so uh, just keep a watchful eye on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm optimistic, hopeful. I'm hopeful, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, definitely interesting. Um, I never played the Strikers games, but I've heard they're a lot of fun. So um, I don't know. My we'll favorite see. part about those games is just the edginess and the attitude. It's so good. Yeah. And that's why I want next level games to do it, because I think they will really push that. I don't know if Nintendo might kind of dial it down. Yeah. <laughs> Make it too like family friendly and happy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we'll see. So that's June 10th. Um, next thing we got was a Splatoon 3 summer release. Still no date. Still summer. Um, yeah, they were showing off the Salmon Run. Salmon Run Horde mode. Uh, didn't really show off much new other than like a few enemies and stuff, but if you played Horde mode in Splatoon 2, it looks pretty much the same. Cool. I guess it's just nice to know that it's still there if you liked it. Yeah, so that's uh, slated for summer. We knew about that um, coming out this year. Uh, next thing we had was some just quick sizzle real stuff. Uh, yeah, a lot of small games here. Yeah, Front, um, Front Mission, the first game, and the second game are both coming to Switch. Yeah, that was um, like a tactics little mech like game a mech or tactics game, yeah. yeah. Um, we got the Pixar Disney speed racing game. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what it was play Disney racing game. Yeah. Uh, so um, that's... I'm kind of surprised that they showed since they had Mario Kart in the same direct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to overshadow it. Yeah. So you got a, <laughs> another Star Wars Force Unleashed demo or uh, trailer. Yep. You've got another Star Wars game every direct. Yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed collection. And... Yeah. And then uh, Gundam SD game. Gundam Battle Alliance. Yeah. Um, All right, next, 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 next. And then All they right. went into what I am extremely excited for was the rumor of a Chrono Cross remake comes out. Now, this game does not look good. <laughs> it does not well, look like a remake. It doesn't look massively redone. No, yeah. it looks like a re-release um, with yeah. some quality of life improvements um they mm -hmm. they said that they 
removed uh add an ability what's, to what's, what's the word for that remaster yeah remaster just kind of like touched up a little scaled <laughs> it's yeah. pretty much upscaled is what it looks like um it's pretty much ps ps1 graphics that are shiny um but I'm, I'm all for it. I'm going to play it. Um, I, as a kid, I, I think I played the whole first disc and I never played the rest of the game. So, um, you know, being that it's not really a true sequel to Chrono Cross or Chrono Trigger, I guess. But there's still mm -hmm. some like tie ins there. Connection to the um, world. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always wanted this game. Like this was always like, you know, high on my radar. I own it for my PS1. But again, it's one of those games I played like the first disc and going back to PS1 games now is so tough for me with load times and random battles. And this one has the ability to turn off random encounters with, nice, with enemies. Nice quality of life huge, feature though. Huge, because this one is basically like Final Fantasy VII. Like when you, you run on the map two steps and it goes and it spins into this whole thing and... It's yeah, it, it can be a nightmare when you're taking two steps. Every two steps, you got to fight something. So, um, I don't know how that'll affect your like leveling up, experience, or your yeah, experience points, stuff like that. Um, but it could be nice at least if you're like been through an area already and you just like want to go back and get something you missed. Yeah, exactly. Because that's kind of something like in Corona Trigger, like when you travel between the times and you're trying to figure out where to go if you get you know lost yeah. or something you have to fight like all the dinosaurs when you go through the you know 65 million bc yep. and everything like that so but what's really cool is that they're releasing radical dreamers with it which was like a prequel uh, text-based story that was a satellaview japan only game so I've known about I I first heard about Radical Dreamers back in like 2008 I think and that was listening to Retronauts when they were on like One Up years ago and um, that's kind of what sucked me into podcasts for the first time like I never listened to a podcast until like one day I just Googled like retro game podcast and that came up and then they had this whole list of stuff and it was like chrono trigger and i was like click listen to that and then they start talking about radical dreamers i'm like what the hell is the radical dreamers so um <laughs> i think i played or read like a translation of it at some point or started doing it and then i just kind of fell off of it but it's pretty cool this is coming out i'm really hoping they do a physical copy um yeah I'd love to i would hope so too that. and it's coming out in like two months so that's yeah pretty Dude, cool i'm i am very enticed to get this like having played chrono trigger and loving it i want to try chrono cross and i didn't realize like how cool this concept sounded for chrono cross like having 40 or something characters that you could like possibly recruit and multiple endings just sounds so cool yeah i'm really intrigued yeah i never never really got that deep into it so you know It'll yeah. essentially like I remember the first part of the game pretty vividly, like a surge going around the island and getting like I think there's like a necklace you have to get, which is kind of like Chrono Trigger, and then <laughs> you go to like the gravestone and it's like I'm pretty sure it's like your gravestone. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's crazy. It's, yeah, that's it's something like that. I don't I don't remember exactly, but I remember the map like in my head. I remember running around the village and that kind of stuff, but. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to play this game um, again 
not when I'm like 13 and have no attention span. I don't have an attention span now either, but <laughs> have you beaten five games this year? I have, so <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, the next game that I will probably end up getting based off of uh, tonight's trailer, uh, Kirby the Forgotten Land. I've got a pre-ordered man, mainly because I needed to use my uh, Best Buy points, but that was the first game that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it looked, I thought it looked good. I mean, it, it looks like it's definitely running in that Mario Odyssey engine. That's what it looks like. Um, oh yeah, to yeah me. definitely using that engine yeah, yeah it's definitely using true. that engine um i think i think just, those level structure looks maybe something more akin to like mario 3d world yeah um but still cool it would be very fun to explore around yeah. yeah and i'm definitely like in this like 3d platformer like thing right now so it definitely yeah. it definitely seems like it's up my alley so um mm -hmm. and then tonight just seeing that you can like suck a, an entire car up and drive <laughs> and then like suck a vending machine in and shoot coke cans at people yeah. and it, it seems that like was, that was the fun gimmick that they showed off sucking up giant things that do not fit in kirby's mouth yeah <laughs> it's it seems like it's there's a lot of stuff that i feel like you're gonna be able to do yeah. for exploration like they showed as well like becoming a hang glider or a <laughs> fan and like a scissor it, uh, lift and stuff like that. It, it kind of reminds me of what was Kirby's Return to Dreamland with his mega inhale, but with a little more humor and like versatility to exploration. Yeah. Having like funny power ups, yeah. giant power ups. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I'm in on that. I don't know. Like, it comes out in about yeah. a month, just a little over a month. So um, I'm sure we'll probably get some, we'll probably start getting some like Twitter trailers and stuff here in the next you know a yeah, couple weeks i'm excited it, it looks like a really fun time yeah um next game we had mlb the show t 22 which was a playstation studios game which is mm -hmm. now on nintendo switch coolest thing out of this is that it is cross-play enabled yeah man, which that's is pretty cool awesome you can play your season on your ps5 if you have it there and then play it on the go on your nintendo keep switch it, keep it going yeah that's, that's awesome but that's that's where we need to get as gamers none of this like yeah. you know this like fanboy stuff where you're tied to one console it's like <laughs> just give me the option like that's why that's why i love what xbox is doing and hope it kind of branches yeah. out um, sure. Yeah, uh, we got the Kingdom Hearts Cloud version collection, which has been talked about before. Um, yeah. Kind of a surprise here. We had Klonoa 1 and 2 coming out in a collection. Um, yep. Fun games, fun little side-scrolling platformers. Played, I don't know which one was the one they had for Wii, but I did play that. It was fun. Wii was a remake of the first one. Okay. Yeah, so, so Wii was a remake of the first one. Um, the door to Phantom Isle, I think, is what it's called. But on the, on no the yeah. on the Wii, it was just called Klonoa. Yeah. Um, but the PS One, that's what it was called. And then Klonoa Two was a PS Two game. So I I actually have I have Klonoa on Wii and I have Klonoa Two on PS Two. I do not have it on PS One because it's like a hundred dollar game. Maybe oh, even man. maybe even more these days. <laughs> I only have it because Vivi loved it. That was like one of her favorite PS1 games. So that's that's yeah. how we got into it. That's pretty um, cool. It, it, it kind of reminded me of like a two and a half D platform or like Kirby 64, but yeah, 
maybe not as cute as Kirby, but still yeah. pretty fun. It's a fun game. It's not bad. Um, yeah. That was like actually one of the first games I watched Vivi beat. <laughs> she played the Wii version <laughs> and beat it. And that was just kind of, like I said, kind of funny to you know, see her. That was like the first game. I never even heard of it. I'm like, what the hell is Klonoa? And <laughs> she played and beat it. <laughs> so um, then the next game, Portal 1 and Portal 2 on Switch. Like, Completely out of left field. Yeah, what? didn't expect it. Because it's just like those games have been out forever. And like, I don't know, yeah. you don't really hear much. I feel like, like everyone who loves it has played it. Yeah, you know? yeah. It yeah. seems kind of late, but, you know, whatever. Um, it's cool. Anyone that wants I, I to play get it. some new fans all for it. And it's got split screen, local co-op and online co-op. So it's, cool. it's got some cool little features in there. And um, yeah, if, if you've never played Portal 2, one of the best co-op games you could ever play. Absolutely. Absolutely. So as voted on Cuckoo Attack's top five co-op games. Boom. So <laughs> Lug so, it. So what you can uh, like what I can say, though, is um, Steam Deck's coming out like yeah. people are getting their Steam Decks now. So anyone that's getting a Steam Deck very likely already has portal one and portal two <laughs> handheld so there is that but um you know what this is cool that gives me hope valve is still willing to to make their, lend games. their games out onto <laughs> other systems half-life alex maybe we'll PS get half Life alex yes <laughs> it's possible especially with psvr2 we didn't talk about that news story it's okay there's not much to talk about that yeah. but oh yeah i forgot because that was a ces um yeah, yeah. PS VR two is uh is coming out. Real, it's a yeah, thing. It's real, it's a thing. New they controllers. Haven't... Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's all. Can't wait. <laughs> if anyone can actually find it. Yeah. Right. All Very right. Hard thing. All right. So this next game. I think this is my favorite game I saw in the whole direct. It looks pretty cool. Um, so how, yeah. how do I put this? We we predicted we would see a surprise as the best thing, <laughs> and this was a surprise. Yeah, as the biggest thing. This is a surprise. There's a bunch of surprises, honestly. Like I'd say, Cor- Chrono Cross there was were. a pretty big surprise. There was a rumor, yeah. but I did not expect it to be a Nintendo Switch release. Like, but of my favorite things shown, this is it. I yeah. think. So we got. Live Alive, or Live Alive, or however you want to say it. I think it's Live Alive, is what they said. I think it was Live Alive. Um, This game is a Japanese-only Super Famicom game. Never ported outside. It was never ported. And not only only are they bringing it out here, they are remaking it with the 2D HD Octopath engine. It looks beautiful. It looks so good. Yeah, it looks really and good. And interesting. I can't believe I've never heard of this game before because it looks, as Chad will say, straight up Chrono Trigger. <laughs> it does. Um, I, I, as the first thing I said, I was like, "This looks like Chrono Trigger," as it showed like multiple like timelines almost. Like you could, yeah. you could just tell. For, like there's, it wasn't explaining any story. It was literally just showing screens like here and there. Like here, you're in the Wild yeah. West. Now you look like you're in the future. Now there's mm-hmm. like a prehistoric guy doing a dance, which is straight up Chrono Trigger. Um, this game it was also like describing the characters you'll play in as each age and kind of like their motivations, but it wasn't. It was so just where am I now? Ooh, what's this? Ooh, yeah, yeah. And so I, I did a little bit of research. Um, this game came out in 1994, oh, so man. one year before Chrono Trigger. During this golden age of Square. And yes. um, Per Schneider of IGN 
tweeted out basically his love for it because he was all like you know lived in japan when all this stuff was like coming out and said that it's like one of the best rpgs hand down like amazing japanese rpg um he was explaining like the history of it about how like the director of this game was the director for chrono trigger and like yeah there's just i mean chrono trigger had it was like the dream team making (laughs) you know an rpg but um yeah, I don't know. Just from this, it looks it looks great. I'm I'm all in. July twenty second. It can't come soon enough. Yeah. The that's... only question that remains is who is going to bid it in our fantasy league, <laughs> and who's going to be disappointed that they did not bid enough. Yeah, that's gonna be that's <laughs> gonna be a tough one to figure out who's it's, who's it's bidding. Is a tough question deciding how much I want to bid, how scared <laughs> I am. <laughs> or do we want this thing set it flops and then we'll get no. <laughs> <laughs> whoever spent all the money would be highly disappointed um so again like we said this direct was jam-packed this was a this was a huge surprise for us um you know like this said, was a surprise too never sure. heard of it next surprise nintendo switch sports aka wii sports but a little little you know up and a little different not a port the me the me's look very different yes yes <laughs> it's not a port it's a new game for nintendo switch um but you've got tennis, bowling. What is that? Chum? How do you say that? Chambara? Chambara? I think what well, was formerly known as Sword Fight in the Sports <laughs> Resort. <laughs> yeah, um, we've got soccer, which is interesting because you actually use a leg strap, which comes with the game physically. Yeah. Um, badminton, volleyball, and then they're going to be adding golf in the fall. So yeah. the only thing you're really missing is like boxing. And baseball, I guess, are like the two ones missing off of like yeah, the original yeah, yeah. Wii Sports. But um, looks great. Depending on price point, I'm I'm in. I'm gonna buy this. Like as long as it's like I think it's gonna be like 30, 40 bucks. If it's more than that, it'll be more of like a let's hope it goes on sale purchase <laughs> at some point. Yeah. But um, but uh, cool looks thing. Cool. Yeah, it looks yeah. it looks fun. Um, the the Joy-Con. right right price point, I'd be in and. Hopefully they'll keep updating it like they will were going to add golf. Like I think it could be a nice platform to keep adding sports, even if it's paid or something. Yeah, or included in the expansion pass. Ooh. Would be cool. Or have yeah. online play too, because I think it said it would have. I think it said I it think had it's supposed online. To have online. Yeah. So in fact, that's that's, that's what the play oh, yeah. test. Is that's the whole for. point. Yes. Yeah, so there will be a Speaking play of. test, a play test demo, February eighteenth through the twenty twentieth. Uh, that'll so allow next, you to play like, bowling or yeah it's gonna let you play bowling chambara and badminton i think it was i think it was just those think, three yeah i think it was badminton yeah so um but yeah that's that's you know next next friday um so i'm i'm definitely down to play that play test and see how how the game works sure um yeah. next quick little uh Real they did. I don't even know how you say this. Taco no Tunshin. Is that how you say it? Tatsunjin? I don't know. The the, the drumming. The drum, game. drum master game. Rhythm <laughs> yes. Festival. There's a new one of those. Uh, I know a lot of people love those. There's one at one of our local arcades here. Um mm-hmm. Triangle Strategy. This 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 game's coming out in March yeah. as well. And I they, think the nice part was the demo. The yeah. demo, yes. They're giving you a demo you can play to chapter three. Available now available right now and your save data will transfer to the full game 
So yeah. that's pretty pretty. That's crazy. a lot of game you get to play <laughs> before you decide to buy it. Yeah. So that's um, definitely definitely cool. And then they showed the Cup Hell Cuphead DLC. <laughs> it's gonna be hell. It will no. be hell. Cup Hell. <laughs> that's exactly what it should be called. <laughs> um, uh, all in for this. I don't know if I'll get it on Xbox or if I'll get it on Switch. Um, I did buy the original. I bought it on both, so doesn't, you have a choice. Doesn't really matter. I'm gonna buy it on Switch, I but we're choice. gonna play it together regardless. Yeah, we're definitely gonna have to. That's gonna be a you know probably first time we play games together since COVID gameplay. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit on opposite couches <laughs> and play it again. So um, definitely looking forward to the delicious last course. <laughs> yeah, so, it'll be very scrumptious. Yes, um, Metroid Dread getting an update. Now, at first, I was very excited. Like, what are they going to add to Metroid Dread? What can they add to Metroid <laughs> Dread after the way that that game ended? It was so good. I love that game. My game of the year last year. <laughs> Metroid Dread update. Dread mode. One hit, one kill. F that. I'm done. Nope. <laughs> no way. Nope. Not playing. Uh, they are nope, also nope, nope. they are also, also adding rookie mode, which is uh, going to be great for anyone new. There was a lot of complaining about I think that's nice. people yeah. thinking the game's too hard. This will give you more accessibility and let people that <laughs> maybe wouldn't be able to beat it now progress and see the rest of the world and get to some of the more challenging and fun bosses and, you know, do those those puzzles and shine sparks they couldn't get to. And because the game really opens <laughs> up once you start getting all your powers. And if somebody didn't get their power ups, you know, they're kind of stuck and you're not going to enjoy the game. Um, yeah, I don't know if it will change many minds, but it's nice. No, it's definitely yeah. a nice little thing, especially for like a kid or something. It'll it'll be good. So yeah. um, it'd be nice if they like made the ME slow or something, too, in rookie mode. I don't know if they'll do that. But yeah. Yeah. So um, there's that. And then they also announced that they'll be doing a boss rush mode later down the road. So um, not interested in that at all, but yeah, Still. I think I think boss rush is cool. Just if like say you beat the game and you just want to see the bosses again, you don't feel like going through the ME sections. It'd be fun. Yeah, but but I, yeah, I was I was pretty excited just to see Metro Dread pop up there, but then immediately was like, oh, okay, this is for people that just either want to speed run it and brag on the video, <laughs> or um, somebody that just, just want to torture themselves. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> either way, <laughs> then we got the. What everyone's hoped for forever, and it made the most sense, we finally got Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings on Nintendo Switch Online, NES, and SNES apps. Um, it's great. They showed it off. I was really hoping they were going to show off jumping into something with Mother 3. That did mm -hmm. not happen, but... Um, I'm happy it's here. Happy it's here. It kind of dashes my hopes for Mother Collection, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, Mother Collection would have been cool. Um, I just recently beat Earthbound for the first time, like a <laughs> year ago, or like maybe two years ago, like right when, right around the time, like mid-COVID, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I don't think I'm gonna go back to it. But um, it'll still be nice just to see that that little box art in there when I open my SNES <laughs> app. So it'll be interesting to see how long they take to release another game for the Super NES app because that one was yeah. the first in months. <laughs> so that was a long draft for the SNES. Yeah, yeah. which I guess 
is an appropriate game to end the drought. Yeah, so. yeah, it's a good one. So, um, and, and with that being said, too, uh, the N64 app is supposed to be getting Majora's Mask this year or this month. This month, yeah. So that's the next game for that. Um, again, you know, it, even though it's only been one game a month, I feel like it's been a good base or at least a pace, at least at least big, big N64 games. At yeah. least you know what to look forward to. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I mean. Granted, yeah, there's there's a ton of good games that they've already released for the other consoles, but there's some of the ones that are missing are kind of like, come on, like Earthbound missing for this long is kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, you, they still have they still have more. I mean, stuff man, Earthbound and Majora's Mask in the same month. What a month! Yeah, I mean, that was <laughs> two great games. So yeah, oh, and and playing uh, Majora's Mask with save states will be. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. really, really nice, considering like it's the original N sixty four version of the game. So yeah. So um. We'll so yeah, after Earthbound, another sizzle reel, quick games. I don't think we have anything to say about them. Zombie Army four, um, Getsu Fuma Den Undying Moon. Oh, that one I keep forgetting about. That looks cool. That's like a two <laughs> D like almost okami style japanese art like looking game i just need to keep remembering about that game i keep forgetting about it um <laughs> demon slayer uh, lego brawls two point campus i don't know yeah all yeah. games they kind of showed before so yeah not much to say from me on that one um then we got yeah. the announcement that i thought was going to be my fantasy <laughs> my fantasy pickup that was going to be the killer yeah, especially the way they started. They're like, for all you Mario Kart fans out there. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like, you're Mario Kart fans. You've all been buying and playing Mario Kart 8. Well, we are excited to announce 48 new tracks in a paid DLC. I was like, whoa. <laughs> okay, this is cool. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. And uh, so they're taking uh, multiple tracks from around the, uh, the, the entire series. series. The entire yeah, series, yeah. including the mobile game and uh they're remastering them for the mario kart 8 engine they're gonna do mm-hmm. six waves of eight courses per wave so um yeah that was pretty cool to hear and then they said the price and they said it was 24.99 and i was kind of like eh, i don't know i mean it is a lot <laughs> it's a lot of courses so okay but it's like do yeah. i still want to put money into this game that i probably won't play very much and it's all like old courses you're like oh, i don't know yeah and it's old courses then the very next minute free with the expansion pass that you already have most likely <laughs> so or like your aunt dread was like oh i'm excited now yeah so it's <laughs> definitely cool getting that for you know for yeah. the inclusion of that all in that's that's cool definitely going to check that yeah. out when i start releasing those um you know that's that's basically going to be like a smash brothers type schedule or we'll probably get they said it was going to release eight courses over six waves through 2023, I think is what they said. So, I'm not sure, yeah. So we've got two we'll, years. So first we'll wave get, was like April or something. So, so we'll probably get like three a year would be my guess. We'll get like April. We'll probably get another one in like July, August, and then maybe one in like November, December would be my guess. So three a year, that would kind of... They might, they might be able to squeeze in four. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But, um, no, it's cool. I mean, the fact that, you know, we already have the expansion pass, so why not? Definitely yeah. definitely play them as they come out. 
Um, they, they picked two of the most popular games to support that expansion pass with, so yeah. that was very smart of them. Yes, definitely and gives value. I, I, I know, I, I, know I kind of downplayed old courses, but it will be cool to see some of them, especially the older ones in like the Mario Kart 8 engine. Um, yeah. And Mario Kart Tour tracks are like practically new, so that's cool. Yeah, because I, I barely played that game. <laughs> so. Yeah, same. So. so yeah, that'll be that'll be really cool to check out. Um, then they they close the direct with Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Um, I personally don't have any interest in the Xenoblade series, so <laughs> I don't know if you do. If you have anything to say, um, not particularly. Um, it, was, it looks interesting. It was pretty... kind of looks like a, a mix of like a balance between one and two aesthetically, which I think is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. It's not as cringy as Xenoblade 2 was in terms of like obviously what they were trying to sell with two yeah. <laughs> with the character design. Um, but it seems a little more tempered this time. So, yeah. So um, I know a lot of people are, you know, excited for that, and I know that it was rumored for a while. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people are very happy that this was shown off now oh, as, yeah. as the final thing. So I'm happy for our fans here. Yeah. Yeah. So this was a pretty solid direct. I mean, like we said, um, loaded. Corona Cross, yeah. Kirby. Really, Portal. really strong surprises and just lots of RPG stuff. And I usually don't get excited for RPG stuff, but I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, the last year or two been more into playing something chill instead of like reactive. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think if anything, we proved that our prediction system works. This was the direct of surprises. <laughs> yeah. So next time there is a direct, we will see what will be the focus. Yeah, we did a really good. <laughs> if, if you want to go back and watch that, it's in the channel. It's the uh, what is it? The Nintendo Direct Smash Brothers Smash Rally Brothers Ultimate, Ultimate Rally Ultimate <laughs> Prediction. <laughs> or something. I don't know, <laughs> but it's uh, it was cool. It was definitely cool um, having Smash Brothers CPUs battle it out, and then. The, the joke of it being we'll be surprised at the end spoiler <laughs> here we are <laughs> so it was cool it, it worked out as a lot of fun so yeah so but, I think I think that pretty much wraps it up for the news yeah, for the direct yeah. and for the episode so um, we'll we'll see what news comes out in the next couple weeks hoping for an indie direct possibly in the next few days for the rumored silk song Ooh. that we didn't get yes. i'm today. still hoping still hoping there's the rumor <laughs> a rumor of a february 14th release date yes so um just an update just anything come on yeah, i need it we have no news on this <laughs> so really hoping we get something like an indie direct yeah. that gets announced like tomorrow for friday or something if if that happens you'll get another podcast real soon <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, or we'll be too busy playing Hollow playing Silk Song. Or too. that. <laughs> I guess if Silk Song's announced, you won't see us for like two months, but that's okay. <laughs> What's another But two if months? that doesn't happen, you know, uh, stay tuned for what will be the bloodbath of 
trying to figure out who's getting what games from this direct yeah. in our fantasy league. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and uh, and then figuring out what the next game we're going to play is now that we both finished uh, our, our ninja games. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so we've got to figure out the next thing. So it's really kind of depending on what's going to come I, out on February 14th. I kind of have one picked out already. Yeah, if yeah. it's Silk's on, Silk's on. But if not, as a heads up, I think I'm going to play Chicory, A Colorful Tale. Okay. So. Yeah, you did mention that you wanted to play that. Yes. So Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll follow you around with games this year. Just play what you're playing. Ooh, yeah, Maybe I I'll like do that. that. Sounds it's fun. Sound strategy, Patrick says. Because at least we can talk <laughs> about the games. Yeah, now, the only time it's problems is when it's a game that's like, like you really want me to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, but like, yeah. I don't really have like 50 hours to like Sorry about play. that one. <laughs> I, I'd like to play it, but you know. Like I like hanging out, talking, and yeah. you know, hanging. You know, I gotta hang out with the family too, and do other stuff. I can't just sit here for hours upon hours and. Yeah, sorry, play, that one's unfortunately. not well suited to your lifestyle at the moment. No, I've got too many hobbies too, because you know, like, I, I got hockey, and, and then the Caps play, and that um, kind of takes over my night too. And I'm doing better at recommending shorter games for you though. <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll play. I'm gonna try to play more of the games you play this year, because because you seem to have a lot of fun with most of the games you pick. And I don't think I've played a game that you've recommended for me yet over over the time I've known you that I didn't like. Like even <laughs> like some of the really short indie games, like A Garden Between and stuff like that. Oh, like little minutes or yeah. yeah, minute like little stuff like I've I've really enjoyed all of them. So. Um, Maybe I'll just keep following you around. I don't know. We'll see. All right. We'll see. My goal is to become the Tom Marks of Cuckoo Attack. So, <laughs> just you know, I, <laughs> speaking of him, I need to play the Return of Oberdin because I really, I really should try that too. That game looks yeah. so like interesting to yeah. me. Um, you know, point and click adventure that looks like it's straight off of like mac os 7 yeah like uh looks looks great that, that would, i feel like that'd be kind of fun to play together yeah kind of try to problem yeah. solve together yeah maybe we'll yeah. do that maybe we'll do that sounds fun yeah so all right all right well i guess that wraps it up it's getting a little late <laughs> we've got about a two hour long episode here but uh thanks for sticking around thanks for listening as always happy gaming everybody take care yeah. have a good all night right.